Hey everyone, thank you for joining me today as we continue our walk through the strange paradiso. I want to start off this episode by saying that um, when I came on briefly yesterday to talk about the energy, the energy that was being pushed out from the Super Bowl game. Now, it wasn't only there where the game was being played, not only in Las Vegas, but it was around the country with people having their Super Bowl parties and all of these other things that were happening that caused this giant, huge cloud of energy, okay? And emotion is an energy. So that's one of the things. When I saw what happened with um, the one player shoving the head coach. See, I I saw like a bit of it because my husband was watching part of that game, but I initially thought that Kelsey, I guess is his name, just yelled at the head coach. It wasn't until later that I realized he had actually put his hands on the coach. So what I feel is that, I mean, these type of things, okay, these type of energetic forces affect different people differently. We are all individual. So while it doesn't affect some, it affects others, okay, to varying degrees. It doesn't mean that everyone gets caught up in this whirlwind, but there are various degrees. And it just seems to me that um, that's what happened to this player. He just kind of got caught up in something, okay? And of course, it was negative because like we discussed yesterday, these entities or whatever you want to call them take each and every opportunity, no matter what it is, to turn it negative. So it seems to me that this person got caught up and actually acted on it, okay? Now, some people might say, oh, it was just because some bad call or whatever the heck. Yeah, I understand that. I, I understand people get angry. But to do something like that, to act out and lash out like that, not only verbally, but physically, that changes the dynamics greatly. So it just seems to me that this energy affected him in a way and enough to um, cause him to, be, to behave that way. Um, I've heard many other things. There are many theories out there because of his... <sighs> girlfriend, and things like this, okay? So while some of them may have some truth to them, I really don't know. I can't say. So that part of it, I have to leave alone, okay? I have to walk by that part of it. I can't bring this other person into the picture where this is is involved, okay? With this... um. They call it a meltdown, but I, I don't think it was a meltdown. I just think he got kind of got caught up in the in the energy in a way that kind of like 
controlled him, okay? And it happens to people. I know that there were more than likely people around the United States who maybe became a little overzealous and uh, that turned negative and when alcohol is involved because that just kind of like changes many people in a way that, you know, you got the, the happy people and then you get the people who just kind of like start getting angry and start um, turning negative, okay? So that's just what it seemed to me. Now, the halftime show, of course, there are always, okay, like there's always occult symbolism in the halftime shows, but I really didn't see it. The only thing I saw was the circle, like the stage, and like from an aerial view, it had like these little other circles kind of attached to it. And um, I don't know if I'm going to talk about that later, guys. And one of the reasons is because there's already so much about this on YouTube and many other podcasts. I don't think that I'm going to talk about it. If I would have maybe come on yesterday and um, shared what I saw and what that meant to me, it would be different. But now I can't talk about it because it would be like, oh, she's just repeating something that she heard on another podcast and something that somebody else had said and so on. So I'm going to have to leave it alone, at least for now, okay? Sometimes we just have to do that because um, some there are some out there who would think that, oh, I'm just copying what someone else said, and I don't want to do that. So I just have, that's another thing, I just have to walk past that, all right? And there was a question posed to me about um, how these energies, these negative, even positive energies can affect people and turn it negative. It can invert the energy and how that can happen. Say, for example, say that um, everyone in the place is of like mind. We're all, say we're all like having a party or whatever, a Super Bowl, whatever it is, the basketball. And how then, because we are all at a higher level, so how can that happen without being invited in? Okay, well, these are two different things. I'm not talking about um, an actual like entity or a, any type of diabolical or demonia, okay, entering into the space. I'm talking about energy. And yes, it would take something to invert that energy, but there are other things that are many times involved, okay? It's not just going to happen every single time. There are usually other things involved. That's why these things happen when they're in big crowds, not just maybe a, a family watching the game and getting all charged up and all happy and stuff, but in a big crowd. Because when you're in a big crowd, you've got all types. You've got people who are practitioners. You've got people who maybe have been in the past and who um, never uh, took care of that, never had that 
taken out of their lives and so on. And you've got people who are practitioners and um, are really in to the occult. When you're, look at a big crowd, like the Super Bowl crowd. You've got all types, as well as some who maybe are of a higher profile, okay? So that's why these things usually will happen in crowds. When you see the big celebrations and they go through the streets and the ticker tape and all this stuff. Not always, guys, okay? I'm not saying every single time. But we have seen where during the celebrations and right afterwards, a big riot starts. Big, massive riot. People tipping over cars, jumping on cars, and doing all this kind of stuff. Well, that just doesn't happen for no reason. That happens because there is a negative force. It takes one or two people to just act on this. And because it's emotional, the big crowd, the energy, many people are affected by that. And then they take part. Many have said, I don't know what happened. It's like I got carried away or something just kind of like influenced me to do this. It was uh, completely out of character for me. Well, that's why. Once again, I mean, this is only my opinion. I'm not saying that I know everything and that I am correct in this. I am not assuming, okay, guys? It's just my opinion. But um, I've been seeing this for so long. That's how I actually came to my conclusion. I've just been seeing certain things for many years. Okay? So the next thing that I want to share, I told you that I was going to share something with you guys that I just found out is happening. Now, I know someone very well who lives in Texas, okay? And this person sent me like a picture of a flyer. Now, I'm going to go back to Ed and Lorraine Warren. Most of us know who Ed and Lorraine Warren are and were and what they did, okay? So they would um, help. They were very Catholic. They would help people. They would go and investigate when people were having strange uh, types of occurrences and activity in their house and so on. They were actually the first people that I ever read about when I was um, really, really young, because of the things that had happened to me all my life, I had always had an interest, okay, in what is now known as the paranormal. And back then, like, and I was really young, guys. I'm going to tell you, I was probably about eight or nine years old. And I didn't know what it was called. So I just used to call it spooky stuff. I used to say spooky stuff happens to me all the time. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. And so on. So... I used to actually have to go to the library and check out books. And that's how I found Ed and Lorraine Warren. So now, in recent years, it's probably been, I don't know, maybe about 10 or 15 years ago, when I found out that they have an occult museum where the items that they have um, taken 
or taken out of houses that were extremely active with um, demonic type of activity. They would take the items, put them in their occult museum and lock them up. This was somewhere on the East Coast. I'm not exactly sure what state it was in. But um, recently now, I got the flyer and it said on the flyer that some of these items, I don't know how many or if it's all of the items, but as far as I know, they've got a very large occult museum there, are going to be taken to San Antonio, Texas. So at first, I, I wasn't, it really didn't register because I was like, how in the world? Because it said Ed and Lorraine Warren on this flyer. Um, and I was like, how in the world is Ed and Lorraine Warren going to go to Texas? They're no longer among us. And um, the person who sent me this said, they're bringing this stuff here to San Antonio. And I said, are you going to go? Are you going to go and see that stuff? And uh, she replied, I have enough problems. Heck no, I'm not going to go there and see it. I would stay as far away from that stuff as possible. Okay, well, this is the thing, guys. And once again, this is my opinion. But I believe Ed and Lorraine Warren had these items locked away for a reason. <laughs> I mean, come on. So um, now these things are being taken out. And uh, they're going to be, at some point, they're going to um, be in daylight. Whether through windows, whether through... And I don't know about the museum. As far as I know, it's... Uh, well, it probably has windows. I really don't know, guys. But anyways. But it's being taken out, these objects, of where they have been stored for some of them quite a while, okay? So my immediate thought was, these things are going to actually cause certain things. I mean, the potential is there, let's just say. Certain things to happen wherever they go. I believe that, I mean, I don't know if it's like going, these items are going to be taken to, from state to state until they get to San Antonio. I don't know how that's going to go. But what I do, well, this is my thought now. What I do believe is that wherever these things go, there is going to be more negativity. There are going to uh, be things happening. It's going to cause problems. I don't wish that. I'm not hoping for that. But it's all there. The recipe for disaster is all there. As well as what happens, okay, if something's lost in transit. What happens if something breaks open? What happens in the case of any type of accident? And it doesn't take much. So I, I don't believe that this is a good idea. I don't feel it's a good idea. Um, 
I know that there are, I don't know how many, but there are many people that are probably going to go and view these things. And one of them is probably someone who I've mentioned on uh, this show in the past. And that is a little bit unsettling to me. Um, as well as people who don't take these things seriously. Because enough thought has been put into these items so that it's almost like we talk about um, things and give them a name. And something's going to go and fill that void, okay, and take that name. Well, these things, there is enough thought Enough, enough feeling and enough belief that has been put into these objects that they do contain something harmful that I believe that something has taken up residence in each and every one of those things. So um, when I say a recipe for disaster, it doesn't mean it's going to happen, but the potential, once again, is there. So it's like a dark cloud coming over your city with these items. It doesn't necessarily mean anything is going to happen, but, um, you know, we're looking at possibilities, not probabilities. So that's what I wanted to um, share with you and would I go there? No, no. I would not go there. I would not even want to be around the venue, wherever these things are going to be shown and displayed. No, it's uh, actually, guys, um, just because these things may be in glass cases and stuff like that, I don't uh, feel that someone would necessarily have to put their hands on these items to do certain things. All it would take is someone of a certain strength and a real practitioner to be close enough to those items, okay? I don't think that uh, they would necessarily have to put their hands on these things. It probably would help, but... Um, yeah, that's, once again, my opinion. So think about this. Would you go to see these items? Would you um, feel good about that? I have to tell you, I don't. And I said, my gosh, well, why in the world are they going to get all these items and take them anywhere? And then she said, probably for money. Now, okay, but let's back up. Money is always the issue, okay? But I do believe that at some time, maybe a couple of years ago, the museum was not open anymore for people to go in and look at these things. I don't know how many tours were done in that original museum or anything like that. But that's what I have heard, okay? That it wasn't open for tours anymore. And that actually, they had to get all of these things out of this, wherever it was. I don't know if it was in the Warren's house or if it was like in 
some type of uh, retail establishment, whatever. I'm not sure. But I had heard that they had to remove all of these things from where they were being kept. So you have to figure that would be pretty pricey to have to get all those things out and move them somewhere else. So um, maybe that is one of the reasons, I believe so. I mean, once again, I haven't heard too much about it. So maybe they moved these things like a couple of years ago, and now they maybe need funds because um, I don't know if they're doing tours anymore. Doesn't seem like it, but who knows? But I would think that this would maybe draw a big enough crowd of people. And now we've got the dabblers, okay? We can't forget about that. That's actually the thing that is the most unsettling, are the dabblers. Because um, I know all the things that can happen. Because I used to be a dabbler, like when I first began. And yeah, that can, that can be a big problem. That... Uh, can be trouble. I mean, really, really bad trouble. So just wanted to share that with you, okay? Um, I don't have a whole lot today. I admit it. And uh, I just want to share one more thing. And the reason that I want to share this is because somehow it reminds me, once again, of one of, and I don't know why, because it's not similar but it still kind of reminds me of that tall, uh, skinny stick thing person that like my dad, that walked my dad home when he was coming back from the donut shop, you know, after midnight and more and more people are coming forward and talking about these type of entities and so on. But um, I recently heard about um, people who are just, uh, you can just be walking, um, say you're going hiking, say you're just walking on a regular trail where you usually go or riding your bike, whatever, and all of a sudden, they can't go any further, they can't proceed, because something is stopping them, but there's nothing that they can see, there's nothing blocking them, but yet, they can't go any further, it's like they're boxed in, okay, in a transparent glass container. Now, what in the world could this be? What is causing this? I wouldn't address it, but I've heard this a couple of times now, and I cannot take credit for this at all because this is not my story, okay? But this type of a situation is out there. I don't know where it first began. I don't know if it was like on, on a subreddit somewhere or on somebody's podcast on YouTube, but now I've heard this thing a few times. These people just can't move out of this spot, out of this one location. And then afterwards, because finally they're able to move on, but afterwards... They become uh, anxious, okay? They have anxiety because they're afraid that it's going to happen again. And they're thinking, all right, what if I'm just walking to my car and all of a sudden 
I can't go any further and I'm like trapped in this clear container almost type of situation. Even in your house. What if you can't go to another room? See, someone who has experienced this now have anxiety. I, I can't blame them because um, it's just something that is so strange. And more than one person coming forward and talking about this to me is seems like a, a type of uh, a new type of phenomenon. And I don't have a name for it. I don't even know what would cause this, okay? Unless this was coming from like uh, when I think about otherworldly, okay, that term, unless it was coming from another world, and I'm talking about like when people talk about aliens and stuff like that, how else would you explain this? And you guys know that I'm not a big alien slash ufology person, but um, that's the only thing that comes to my mind. And that came to my mind as soon as I heard this. I was thinking, what in the heck? And one of the people that this happened to was actually a church minister. He was actually a minister of a church, and this happened to him. And he was walking, and then he could proceed no further and then when he turned around to try to go back, it looked different. The road wasn't there that he had came down. He's like, I just wanted to turn around and go back to where I came from. But it was all different. The same road wasn't there. So finally, after so much length of time had passed, he was able to move forward. And he said he put his hands forward to try to feel something. And he couldn't feel anything, but yet he couldn't push his hand any further. Very, very strange story. And um, I don't even know what category this would be. To look for more of this, I don't know what I would uh, actually put into the search engine, okay? All kinds of um, strange stuff. And you might say, well, that's not like creepy in a creepy, spooky sense. But it's um, kind of creepy, mysterious. So to me, okay, and you know the way that my mind thinks. Those of you who have been with me a, a while know that, okay, I start thinking outside, you know, this big circle. And then my mind starts saying, okay, so it's almost like perhaps there is something somewhere, and I have to look up at the sky, that is toying with us, that is doing this to certain individuals. When I think about people experiencing strange phenomenon, I usually don't think about... Um, ministers and pastors of churches and things like that. Priests, you know, it just seems like I, I just don't consider them, even though they're just people like you and I, okay? Just like police and, and people like that, first responders. I don't think of like this, something like this happening to like the sheriff or anything like that, even though, once again, they're just people like you and I. So that's when I really took a second look. 
when the minister was talking about that. And so when he turned around to try to go back where he came from, but the road was gone and everything looked different, what did that mean? Did that mean like, like maybe somehow that box or container was picked up and placed somewhere else and then it was placed back where he was in the first place when they finally decided to let him go? There are so many questions to this. I, I'm on this path, I'm on this walk with all of you searching for answers. I don't have the answers. That's why we do this. That's why we take these walks. Because right now, this to me is very perplexing. A real mystery. So we just have to monitor this this thing and uh, see where and, and what happens more and more people maybe come forward. Maybe this has been happening longer than we know of. I know that um, there are many places in, say, for example, uh, the jungles of Southeast Asia and places like that, where things have been happening for decades, but we don't know about them because these people live there. They don't come out and t- tell their story Once in a while, we will hear something from someone who has experienced some of these things. But other than that, we don't know everything that's been actually going on in these remote type of locations. So it's interesting stuff. And I'm just going to monitor it and um, see, see what happens, okay? See if we get more of this type of uh, situation happening But um, anyways, guys, that's all I've got for today. And once again, I want to thank you all for joining in on this walk. I certainly wouldn't want to do this without you. And I really, really appreciate each one of you. All right. And um, once again, I, I think I can only use this app until like maybe March or something like that. And so please take the email address, take my contact information because I don't know where I'm going to end up. I don't know what um, type of app I'm going to have or where I'm going to go with this broadcast, okay? So if you like joining in and uh, you want to continue, just please write it down and have that so that uh, you can always contact me to uh, see where I've gone. Where in the heck did you go? Are you still doing the podcast or whatever? Okay. So the contact, and I'm going to try to get a different one actually. Okay. Because maybe this one is, uh, I don't know. I don't seem to get a whole lot of anything on here. I do get emails, but some of the things are just, uh, it won't load and all these other things. So I'm going to try to make a new one before this month is over, but for the time being, it's maybe underscore Maria at Outlook.com. Once again, guys, want to thank all of you. Today's a wonderful day here in the kingdom of California. It's so clear and sunny, but it's cold. I can't go outside and hang out out there, even in the sun. It's too cold for me because I'm winter wimpy person. Ciao.